It's all good. Okay, should we do this? I'm ready if you are. I'm ready. All right, welcome to Love Rise 2.0. I'm Jenny, also known as Scabs. I'm a therapist intern down in Arizona, and my partner on this adventure is Dr. Skinner. Hi, everybody. And today we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world today. We've got this virus going around COVID-19, and we want to talk a little bit about how it's impacting mental health and what we can do. Um, so I think one of my first questions, Dr. Skinner, for you is, as a clinician, what are your concerns for those who are struggling with some mental health issues during this time period? You know, I think first uh, we should recognize that this is a global issue. This is not a specific group. This is this is everybody. Everybody's at risk. Mm-hmm. And and because of that, there's there's some commonality that we all share. Food, toilet paper. The the legitimate needs are, you know, mm-hmm. we have become an anxious people and, and because there is now a scarcity in some things, we all are gonna feel anxious. So I think it's almost like we have to normalize this feeling of well, we're in this, we're in this together. If we can work together, it's going to be a lot more effective than uh, us, us not. So everyone's in the same boat. How do we protect our families and others? And I think that's really that one of the underlying questions is how do we make it through this effectively? Yeah, I like that idea. How do we protect ourselves and others? How do we work together on this, you know, like this, like you're saying, it's this issue we are all suddenly dealing with. Yeah. Worldwide, right? Worldwide. I mean, that's that's just it. I mean, this is this is there's nobody who's really exempt from this. But there's also another point here, and that is, how do we learn to be resilient, mm. right? To go through this, is there a healthier way to go through this than not? Well, let's talk about that then. Let's explore that idea. Um, tell me a little bit what's on your mind there when you think about a healthy versus a less healthy way. Well, let's just. Um, it, I recorded a short video on this yesterday. It's what we call the 10-80-10 rule. So in a crisis, 10% of people can analyze a situation, think through it, and, and, and really be effective. Help people save lives. There, They see the big picture. 80% of us freeze. Mm. In a highly stressful situation, our initial response is, ah, shut down. Hoard everything. <laughs> right? We shut down, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's actually 80% of us. So that's a very wow. normal response. Wow. And so then, that, that is very normal. That's like, let's kind of slow that down for a second because I'm thinking 80% of us are going to freeze. Yeah. Are going to feel yeah. the fear really heavy. And not know what to do initially. Feel like the do. world, right? It's like blah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so we're going to talk about that because the resiliency that we can develop because resiliency is a skill. Mm. It's something we learn. Then there's the 10% of people who actually make matters worse. They're the ones who are fighting over that toilet paper and punching each other in the aisles. Mm. They're the ones, they're the ones who literally have got to the point where they do make matters worse. So 10, 80, 10. Let's talk about those people in the middle because that's probably by far most the majority of us. Of us. Right. That's going to be most of us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so what that really entails is actually slowing down to analyze the situation. There is a really uh, powerful example of a. There's a term we called orienting. And if you've ever seen a deer 
or an elk or an animal orient, it will turn and face you, ears up, pointed straight up. It's analyzing, do I fight? Do I flee? Or in some situations, do I freeze? And really, that's what we are doing right now. We really need to be orienting ourselves to, to questions. Should I fight? Should I flee? What should I do? How do I protect my family? So we got to slow down out of the panic, slow down out of the fear, out of the what ifs and all the unknowns that happen. Take That's a right. look. Take a look. Yeah. Listen. Use our senses. How am I? How are my people? Make decisions from there. That's right. That's right. Because we, we can unintentionally make matters worse by overreacting. I was talking with somebody just this last week and they went to the store and they saw this person with uh, literally every meat possible in their cart. And, and the guy said, do you have a freezer for all that? He said, no, I hadn't thought about that. So he's not going to use all of it, but they had it in the cart, right? That's the kind of mindset. It's like, wait a second. What, what, what are my needs? My family's needs. And, and then the next step of that is how do I help others? Mm. Right? I, I, can't go, I can't go visit them, but I could call them. Because right now, more than ever, the way we're going to uh, deal with this anxiety or fears that are common for us is actually to get social connection and, and, and connect with other people. So a way that we're going to um, kind of reduce this fear, reduce this anxiety is by connecting with our people, the people that we care about, our neighbors, our friends, um, people that pop into our head. But yeah, social and, and distancing. For, so, like you're saying, phone. Yeah, call. and I was gonna say, fortunately, we have the phones, we have the internet, we mm -hmm. have Marco Polo. If you wanted to see somebody and send that message back and forth, love there Marco Polo. No <laughs> yeah, and there is no reason today that we have to be in isolation from from others. I was thinking that. I was thinking, you know, more than any other time in the world, we are so lucky to have all the connections that we have you know it's not just everything shuts down and we're stuck in the house we got we've got all kinds of connections to the outside world for good or bad right because we can go down those rabbit holes but we can also use it to build that resiliency reduce the anxiety like you're talking about connect with people that's right that's right and you know a few years ago i had the opportunity to talk with a resiliency expert he had spent 35 years of his career studying people who go through very difficult experiences, Holocaust survivors, people who've been through natural disasters, people who've been through incredible car crashes, whatever accidents, whatever it may be, he interviewed them and he studied what, what these people did to get through their challenges. And, and he wrote a book called The Resiliency Advantage. Anyway, I had the privilege to interview him for an hour interview. It was just unbelievably powerful because I'm sitting there picking his brain. This was back after the housing bubble where mm -hmm. the stock market crashed and, and mm -hmm. people were losing jobs. And, and he was willing to come share his expertise of 35 years with me. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget that interview because I learned so much from him about things about being flexible. During, during times like this, we have to be flexible. In fact, the more rigid we are, in other words, I, why can't I go to school or why can't I go to work? Or, and we get in such a mindset that we don't realize that that rigidity actually creates more stress inside of us. That's very true. In fact, an example of that, my daughter is a senior 
she's going to graduate in a couple of months. She has plans to move on and become an adult and go to college, all that awesome, exciting stuff. And now she's really worried. I'm not going to make my graduation date. I'm not going to be able to move on in life. And we had a conversation about that. And, you know, ultimately she was like, okay, yeah, this is not going to stop me from becoming an adult. This is not going to stop me from being able to pursue my life, my dreams. And, and that's the flexibility that we want to help our children and others around us develop, including ourselves. We need to recognize that if we will just be flexible for right now, maybe it's staying in our homes and away from people rather than putting ourselves at risk or others at risk. And no, this is not comfortable. And no, this is not easy. There's not any of us that would say, yeah, I, sign me up for that one. Well, maybe the introverts. But, but in general, in general, this is influencing everybody. And if we can be flexible enough, we're going to get through this. And that's a critical part of resiliency is knowing that this will end. This will end. I can be flexible. I can calm down the fears. I can orient to what I need. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful. I think that's all we need. Any other okay. thoughts on that? Oh, I could go on and on. For this I know. One. Uh, <laughs> No, this is one that I've studied because because that's what we do as professional therapists is we study mm -hmm. some of the most amazing people mm -hmm. who are resilient. And so when I interviewed him, I'm like, this guy was just a gold mine. And mm -hmm. he wrote a test called the resiliency test or resiliency quiz. And for those who are listening, I can make that available at discoverandchange.com where they can actually go take the resiliency quiz and see how they're doing. That would be really cool. Let's get that available. And I, I was wondering, is that... Is that uh, interview recorded anywhere? Could we have access to that too? Um, I, I can see if I can find it. I don't Deep know if I that. have it, but 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 what I do know is that his test is available. That'd be awesome. And That'd and the resiliency quiz um, is available at discoverandchange.com. And and I actually recorded about seven videos related to that test that they can watch on strategies for becoming resilient. That would be a really good thing. I was just thinking, just sitting down with my family and taking some time to talk about that stuff, bring that up, take the quiz, have some fun, learn some things, change our mindset. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and what he did in that quiz is he basically took the skills of resilient people and put them into questions to see how we do. Mm. Anyway, it's a pretty it's a pretty cool thing that he did, and um, I'm, I'm just making that available to anybody who wants to say, how resilient am I? Discoverandchange.com. Discoverandchange.com. Gotcha. Very nice. All right. I think that with that, I think we can, we can move forward a little bit with what's going on. Well, I my just, hope is, I was going to say, my hope is that everybody realizes that not only are we in this together, but we're rooting for everybody. Right. This is, we're all on the same team. We're all on the same team. We've got each other's back. We're t doing, taking care of our part. That's taking right. Care of each other. I like it. Feels good. Well, my hope is that everybody's blessed and careful and safe. Me too. So we'll wash our hands and continue doing what we do. Exactly. With or without toilet paper. <laughs> Probably more like without. <laughs> That's what bidets are for. That's right. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time again today. Love hey, it's Rice 2.0 on the out. So we'll see you next time. Sounds good. You guys, everybody take care. All right. Thanks, Doc.